0: Listening to the LC and Jack radio show, live from New York. And now, here are your hosts, LC and Jack.
1: Welcome to the L.C. and Jack Radio Show with your boys, L.C. and the Breadman, holding you down. You can give us a shout live and direct at area code 515-602-9763, the L.C. and Jack Radio Show. We have a great show set up for you today, but uh, definitely got to chime in with my partner in crime, the Breadman. What's happening, Brett?
2: What's going on, L.C.?
1: I can tell you, it's great. You know, uh, I think we've, and I'm praying that this virus is is, is done. Um, you still have to be safe out there, but I tell you, it, it's great. Not wearing my mask all the time, uh, mm-hmm. still being cautious, but you know, mm-hmm. just just having that relief. From my perspective, I've been vaccinated, vaccinated, so not you yeah. know. You know not putting up spotlight on anybody that's a personal choice, but you know what um it's great to see most of the country getting vaccinated so we can beat this thing. So we wanna thank the man upstairs for his grace and his glory um for us to be able to kind of be somewhat normal again so we gotta before we do anything, we gotta thank him uh without him uh nothing is possible. Uh, I tell you, today's show, Brad, is going to be, uh, you know, we do a lot of different shows. Um, this yes, one sir. is probably one of the most important shows I think we're, you know, I don't say that we'll ever do because we're always groundbreaking. But, you know, when things aren't right and the community is is, an, is looking for um, an avenue to get the word out on an injustice or or just something that's not right And the, the community wants a voice Well guess what The LC and Jack show is here And is always here to, As a resource to help uh, The communities across the country Across the world uh, To get out a message uh, This week yes, sir. We, have a co- yeah, we have a Coalition um, And uh, Save Our Soul Coalition And these men and women Have, have joined together To really from New Orleans And um, they are trying to stop an injustice um, And specifically regarding Congo Square You know, uh, it's a lot of history That um, Congo Square represents um, And their history is our history You know, so without further ado I want to introduce the panel so we have Ms. Amy Stelly, we have Ms. Cheryl Austin, we have Aseta, we have also Big Chief Dowd, Um I believe, and we have Sabrina Mays as well on our coalition panel this afternoon. And, you know, one of the questions that uh, I would like our listeners to Get a back you know a backdrop Of Congo Square So if you don't mind Big Chief can you give our listeners um, A brief history On Congo Square
0: Yeah uh, First of all thank you for letting me Letting us come on your show And voice our concerns about the proposed Move from uh, of The mayor of the move City Hall To Congo Square You know Congo Square is is something that was done by our African ancestors to preserve their African culture. In 1724, the the French created a law in Louisiana that basically said that everybody on Sundays, it was a non-work day and no one could work. And that was mainly for the uh, colonizers from France who couldn't work but it also gave an opportunity for the slaves not to work on Sundays. And so with the slaves started doing in the Sundays afternoons just gathering on the plantations and gathering in multiple places throughout the colony, celebrating their African culture. They continued to do their dances, their songs, practice their mm-hmm. spiritual and religious concepts and it was this was going on throughout the city. But okay. The fr- and, and then and then the Spanish came in and they uh, enhanced it a little bit, where the slaves could start selling wares and doing things at these various different places. And in 1817, the city of New Orleans passed an ordinance that required the slaves to only be able to meet in one place, and that place was initially called the Place de Negros, and it was later turned into Congo Square. And with, with the Com- Congo Squares basic, basically has become the epicenter of New Orleans culture and it has become the epicenter of most American music genres that's out there. And so there's been a lot of work to preserve the heritage of the Africans and a lot of work uh, has spun off from that that creates uh, American music today.
1: Now, before we go on to my next uh, – I actually have another question, but before we go on to that question, what does the city – what are they actually proposing um, to do?
0: Why, what, so, what got us to this point? So the city is proposing to move the municipal auditorium from its current location on Poyer Street to the okay. mi- municipal auditorium which is sit inside of Congo square. So basically she wants to bring the seat of city government to take go- to the sacred grounds of Congo square. And we're saying that is inappropriate place to have the seat of city government and desecrate The sacred grounds of Congo square. Okay. And this, um,
1: and right now, I know that there's going to be a march. I'm, we're going to give the listeners that information here in the next uh, shortly. But what is the nature of Tremé? Who can is there someone on the panel that can answer that question for me? Yeah,
3: I'll answer it.
1: Um, okay. Tremé is, is
3: actually a lively neighborhood. It is part of the reason that people come to New Orleans. But over the past century, that lively neighborhood has been impacted by racist-driven planning, beginning with the municipal auditorium. So in the 1920s, the city practiced eminent domain and took properties from Black people to actually build this entertainment center. So... The idea of turning Tomei into an en- entertainment zone was hatched 100 years ago. Um, fast forward to the 60s, we saw the neighborhood being eviscerated and cut by I 10, and it devastated our um, economy because we had a lively economy, you know, uh, as well as a, a lively social fabric. And then we fast forward to uh, more contemporary times where we've seen the municipal auditorium put in the hands of uh, you know others to actually develop but they haven't been successful and now here we are today talking about government imposing its will upon the neighborhood and changing it forever so that our lively and rich neighborhood would be gone
1: wow what? Um, let me take a quick step back. What uh, the, the mayor currently um, is looking to take these steps is she looking to use eminent domain or is she looking to have a vote by the residents of New Orleans? How is how is um, that going to be performed?
4: So,
5: so let me let me just chime in. This is Cheryl. Robichael Austin. I'm with Greater Tremier Consortium and I'm a historic resident of the Tremier okay. community. And as okay. far as her plans are, we can't address them because she has not agreed to speak with any of us.
1: And <laughs> there really?
5: lies the problem. Um, to piggyback on what Amy just described as our community, this community has been pounced on for the last 50, 60 years. It first started with the demolition of 10 square blocks where Armstrong Park now sits within Congo Square. We've been fighting the government ever since they demolished and destroyed, in this place, the residents that that once lived there. Not just the residents, but performing venues and places of worship. I am a historic resident that was a part of the last junior high school class of McDonald 41 that sat at North Rampart in St. Ann Street. We lived through the destruction that the government put on us with the vision and the idea to create a cultural center, which has not happened to this day. We have cultural events sometimes, very not often, in Armstrong Falls. but it is is not the cultural center that we would like to see develop over there because developers come, developers go, politicians come, politicians go, and they don't enlist our input. They have a vision for what they want to see at that site, and the vision Mm -hmm. today is that Mayor Cantrell relocate City Hall to the Morris F.X. Jeff Municipal Auditorium, and this is what the community is opposing.
1: Now, when is this supposed to happen? Does she give any um, outline of her plans? Uh, and you're saying basically no, right? She, she doesn't want to respond at all, or she has to give she some has, information. <laughs> on she has
2: not
5: what? responded to the coalition. She has not responded to other elected officials um her only response to, to this day is that she has scaled back on the plans that went out to um uh, receive uh a request for for qualification so we don't we we would not be able if we knew what her plans were and if they were well, inclusive. Community This
3: is Amy May I jump in for just a minute Absolutely,
1: go ahead Amy
5: We
3: do have a bit of a window Into The city's timeline Based on the request For qualifications That they issued uh, Several weeks ago So the request for qualifications Calls for um, A firm To actually create a master plan for the Municipal Auditorium, Armstrong Park, the neighborhood of Treme, the Claiborne Corridor, which is the home of I-10, Craig School, which was newly renovated, and the French Quarter. So she is taking uh, a step toward creating a broad new vision for the area. But her timeline within that request, which is a legal document, says that she will begin the build-out of the municipal auditorium as early as July 1st. So we're talking days from now when we could see bulldozers going in to begin transforming the interior of a historic property and the municipal auditorium is architecturally significant for its interior and exterior. So we, we could see things happening soon based on the document that she issued without community knowing and having sufficient input.
1: I understand. Um, What so far, I mean, this has happened um, over obviously over a period of time. How long has this been the community? I mean, as far as I know, there's been a lot over the years, but as far as Congo Square and this initiative by this coalition, when did this actually start?
4: Uh, this is our uh, Um There have been many groups working in their own neighborhoods. The New Orleans Culture Preservation Committee initiated a Change.org petition, by which we have over ten thousand signatures. We then combined forces with Amy's organization, the Claiborne Alliance; Cheryl's okay. organization, the Greater Tremé Consortium and then other organizations that exist in the French quarters, uptown in New Orleans. And so we, that's when we decided to create the bigger coalition, which is the Save Our Soul Coalition. So we've been actively working since January. Cheryl's been working okay. on her life. <laughs> but in terms of the push, when we initially got the word that she was coming through with her plans, then we decided to, to unify and combine our efforts. And the coalition is very diverse. There's over 25 organizations, uptown, downtown, black, white, civic, Mm -hmm. community, religious, cultural, and we've all come together to say that we are against this, and she is still not forthcoming with us in terms of her plans or willing to move the city hall from that space. That's unbelievable. he He knows that it's sacred ground. Okay, let me, God did an excellent job talking about Congo Square, but here's the reality. Here's the reality. New Orleans is the most African city in the United States. Everybody knows it when they come down here. And it's not just from the food that we eat or how we celebrate the life of someone when they pass. Uh, our masking traditions, the way our shotgun houses are designed, the words in our dialect, how we bury our dead on top of the ground. It's the most African city. When people come here, they feel it. They rarely want to leave. So Treme, we have identified that Treme is the heart of the city. It's the heart of black New Orleans, right? Okay. Don said, he he alluded that it was the first Black neighborhoods, free people of color Neighborhoods, but now As a result of gentrification That is no longer happening It's less than 100 black families that still live In Treme So this is why we came up with the name Save our soul, because Treme is the soul Of the city, so we want to save Our soul, and the fact that our Mayor has the audacity To want to bring A government seat onto a a shrine The park is Congo Square sits inside of a park named after a black man, Louis Armstrong. The auditorium is named after a black man, Morris F. X. Jeff. The Theater Performing Arts, which also sits in Armstrong Park, is named for Mahalia Jackson. There are statues of these people all throughout the park. Congo Square is sitting in the middle of that. So why would anyone want to desecrate the space and put a government seat there? Is beyond me. Uh, I just want to interject It Makes no that sense.
1: Man. No, I agree with that. So, as far as local press, what ha- has there been any exposure uh, of what the community uproar has been in regards to this by any local press in the in the New Orleans area?
4: Yeah, oh, we. This is Amy. Ahead, Amy. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Etchua. Now, I just want to say we, we've got lots of press. We've had uh, all the major TV stations, radio stations, polls done, surveys done, petitions done. Overall, it's 80% of the people are against City Hall coming into Armstrong Park in Tremaine. We don't care about City Hall moving, we just don't want to move it to that park. Why would you want to move it to that park in that Correct. space? So much history. So much history. I'd like so much bloodshed. Go ahead, Amy.
3: I'd I'd like to add one point to the – this is Amy. The survey data that Asetua pointed to, that particular 80% figure um, was taken by – that's from a neighborhood poll – and it showed 10% of the people are uh, really undecided and 10 are staunchly opposed. The newspaper also took um, a poll, Gambit, which is a product of the advocates, the New Orleans advocates, and 95% of the people were opposed to the move. Only 5% see this as favorable. So the the newspaper's poll, which... You know captured a much larger audience because they have more readers actually shows that the data is even less favorable than what the neighborhood poll showed, so we would hope that the mayor would pay attention to the data that has you know been gathered by one neighborhood organization but a major media outlet in the city.
1: Does she understand that she is she is voted and elected by the by the people? I don't understand this if you get no. if you're hearing tremendous out you know outcry of it by the people you're elected by the people
0: i think i think, is- I, think the, I think you're right uh and that the the mayor has been dealt with controversies in a very stern manner before, and she has a tendency to dig her heels in as opposed to listening to the counter-argument and and going through reasoning. It's as though sometimes she takes it as a personal affront to her, and so she digs her heels in, which is really not the appropriate thing to do right now. The most appropriate thing, I think, for her to do is really sit down, listen to the concerns, and really understand why so many people are against this idea. And then come up with a new formula to put city hall in a place where the majority of the people in the city want it to be. And that one place they definitely don't want it to be is in Congo square inside Lewis Louis Armstrong park, which is inside the Treme community. No, I agree with
6: you.
0: Go ahead, Sabrina. This
6: is Sabrina Mays. Um, And I agree with everything that Dow um, um, just said. But the other side of this is, while Latoya Cantrell is the mayor of the city of New Orleans, she was not born and raised here. She was born and raised in Compton, California. Now, we have all supported her 100%. But this misguided, disrespectful action plan of hers takes in no consideration of the generational memories that are in that municipal auditorium from carnival crews, debutante ba- um, um, balls, um, graduations, recitals. She has not taken into account. Um, the significance of ancestral and indigenous land, which is Congo Square. She has not taken into um, account the 500 families that were displaced to build Louis Armstrong Park. And this is by choice. So there is no excuse. There is no escaping um, and to find a reason for doing this. This is blatant. This is blatant disrespect. For the people that you are elected to represent, and so our voices are our votes, and and we are because she is, and vice versa, we supported her a hundred percent. We thought we were getting something different, and in the end, it was a Judas move.
1: Now, no. For the, this is Amy. May the, I
4: add one thing? Go, Sure, um, go
1: ahead Amy.
4: She's also she's
3: also during this doing this during an election season. So politically it doesn't really make much sense either because as Sabrina just pointed out, we voted her in with certain expectations and just as easily as we voted her in, we can vote her out because she is showing us that she is insensitive and I would repeat disrespectful to the people of New Orleans. And the Municipal Auditorium not only served black people, it also served white people. So the collective memory about our times in the Municipal Auditorium is broad. It's just not for Tremé. It's for the whole of the city, regardless of race, creed, or color. Everyone has had experiences who's old enough, and those are the voters, who's had experience there. It's broad. We remember that, and we can... Also, show her with our votes in October.
1: Absolutely, yes. our, vo- this our voice is, is big. Here.
0: Go ahead, there, yeah, Chief. This big. Yeah, there's one other thing that needs to be pointed out here: is that when the mayor ran for office the last time, um, she there was changing city hall, moving city hall to the to the municipal term was never on the agenda. In fact, Sabrina and I served on the Mayor's Transition Committee for the Cultural Economy. And one of the things that the Transition Committee recommended to her, and she adopted and put in her Transition Committee report, was, was to change the Municipal Auditorium to a cultural mecca center that honors the root culture of the city of New Orleans which is dedicated through Congo Square. So it's clear that at some point in time she was in favor of changing this auditorium to the cultural center. I think that we all uh, kind of want to happen in one form or another without any real specifics at, that, at this point in time. But we're trying to figure out what changed, right? What changed the mayor's mind to attempt to move city Hall? And a couple of things comes up with that. One is that I think that she's been approached by some pretty prominent developers who stand to make millions of dollars in changing this culture, changing the auditorium into city hall. It wouldn't take half the money to change it to a culture or or revitalize it into a cultural epicenter as it would in order to change it into city hall. And there's some public funding, I mean, private funding that uh, has indicated that they would help support that project of changing it into a cultural epicenter. So we just don't know what happened. We think that uh, she's getting some bad advice from some uh, big developers out there who stand to make millions of dollars off of her moving city hall to this land.
1: Now big Chief, I know you uh are uh, an attorney what is is there anything possible that the citizens can do legally to you know put an injunction uh work with the whether congressmen or you know some of the state senators to put apply pressure to put a halt a temporary at least a temporary halt. So everybody can sit down at the table and kind of try to work this out. What
0: what is the possibility of that? So, all things are possible, right? All things, all of those things are possible, right? We just have to. And, and there are some state senators who are opposed to it and has voiced their opposition to it. There are some uh, members of the uh, state House of Representatives that are vocally opposed to this and members of the city council are vocally opposed to this and have expressed those oppositions to the mayor. There are legal avenues, such as you mentioned, uh, filing a temporary restraining order, restraining her from, uh, moving forward with this. So everything is still on the table. We're hopeful. We remain hopeful that this March that we're going to do on Thursday and uh, all the other uh, all of the other avenues that we are trying to approach the mayor with to bring her to common sense of not doing this, we hope hopefully, hopefully we can do those things first before we start to take legal actions against her against the move rather
1: so please uh, big chief, tell our listeners about the march, when it is uh, how they can get more information. Uh, If they need it Um, Can you give them that information
0: I can But I think it would be best if it comes from Asetua She has been or Sabrina. They've been intimately handling the details Of the march And I would defer to them As to how they want to explain it Perfect
4: Well thank you Big Chief Coming from the Big Queen Um, Big Queen going to acknowledge the Big Chief right, So (laughs) So yes, young, our march is Thursday, June seventeenth at five o'clock p.m. Central Time in New Orleans, Louisiana. Gather in Congo Square for a rally, and depart at six p.m. to head to City Hall. At City Hall, we will have another short rally, and it is our hopes that. It would be really interesting if the mayor would come down off of her ivory tower and address us or a city council because that's the day that they actually meet. But all of that remains to be seen. Uh, The the march is not the end of our efforts. That's just a step on the journey. We have several next-step items that we are, are investigating at this time. And we would love to keep you abreast if you have us come back. We'll keep give you some updates as to how this is going. But I just want to add one thing. One, I want to say, I want to say one thing to your host. They've been coming for that land in Tremé. It started with Tivoli Gardens. They had this concept; they was going to make it an adult playland like Disney. That didn't work. Then they was going to put a casino at fact, Harris Casino. Did go there and then it flooded. That didn't work. Then it was a hockey ring coming in there, and that didn't work. Then there was talk about the Grand Ole Opry. Now, why would you put the Grand Ole Opry in a place that's the birthplace of jazz and African music? That makes no sense. In Second Line, but you want the Grand Ole Opry. The bottom line is they keep coming at us from politics, but we also have unseen powers that they're not ready for. They don't have us pull out the African Juju on us, that's where we're going with this we fighting on principalities. We reach every angle, we coming from every angle, including our ancestors, including all of the people whose blood has been shed on that land, the families who have lost their property, who are gone, who are no longer there. The indigenous population, the Chitamacha and the Petruchoma and Chapatulas and Washita people who were there. Before, before it was Congo Square, it was a burial ground for Native Americans. There was a lady from uh Treme, and she made a statement and she said you gotta stop disturbing the bones. They disturbed the bones and they made it Congo Square. Then they disturbed the bones and they put Armstrong Park there. Now she wants to come there and put parking garages and civil court and child care facilities. It will no longer be a park. That would be a complex. And as you know, or you may not know, this is the only park we have in New Orleans that is surrounded by a gate that is locked. It's not a, it's not a park utilized like other parks are in the city. Mm-hmm. It, well, depending on what your park is, Sabrina. So it is it is a very unique situation. But this is our Waterloo. It's going down, bro. We ain't taking it. We ain't having it. The Indians we have a sim. We say, won't bow down, make no who about We ain't bowing down on this one. It is pulling out a cross-section of elderly, retired, come out of retirement to stand up with us against this atrocity. We have clergy coming out, civic organizations, community organizations, cultural organizations, and regular everyday folk who just say this is not right. You cannot desecrate sacred ground. My advice to her is go ahead on and try. Go ahead on and try it. Everything that tried to go in there that wasn't right failed. It failed and it failed miserably. So, unfortunately, what Amy said is correct. This is an election year. But as of this date, no one has come out to run against her. No one. Mm. We have until July 14th for somebody to qualify. Go ahead, Sabrina. And the
6: other That's amazing. Thing is,
4: That's amazing. Nobody's for running all those
6: against her. Who are comfortable in their homes, in their cars, in the pulpit? Um, um, who have contracts with the city, of uh, with the city? Who have intimate relationships with the mayor? Somebody marched and somebody died for you.
1: Amen. Thanks. That's that's a powerful statement right there. Yeah, we're here. So, we're here as a resource uh, for really for 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 everyone. I mean, we've been doing this for a long time. Uh, it, it, you know, this is this is one of the reasons why this show started to help those get a, get the voice out to get get the word out to the masses. What for the people that are not in New Orleans? Would like to do something What can they do to assist
4: um, They can sign the petition Go ahead Amy
1: I'm sorry They can do what Sign a petition I think that's what yeah, I heard I thought
4: Amy, was, Amy was talking Go ahead Amy Okay so you, you, you We have a petition on change.org it's I Saves do see it. Support.
2: Yes, they can
4: sign the petition. Because Chimay and Congo Square is important to the entire United States and the world. It is already been acknowledged for jazz. So it, 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 it is of importance to everybody. If they would like to support okay. us financially, you have a cash app. It's treme 66 Dollar
1: sign, E M E six six. Ooh, yeah. We get, yeah, we're getting mm-hmm. back some feedback right now. Is there someone else that can answer that? I think it was the cash app was
4: For May sixty six. There you go. Now we got you. R T R E M E six six.
1: Okay, and and you had mentioned the petition, which I'm actually looking at as we speak. So uh, please go out to change.org. Uh, it's underneath Save the Municipal Auditorium. In, in quotes, it's in Congo Square in New Orleans. And uh, you go in and sign the petition. Please go out and support them in their endeavors however you can. Is there any last words that someone from the coalition would like to say with,
0: to our listeners? We won't bow down.
2: We won't <laughs> bow down. Amen. Um, We're we going to we that. We don't have to get some T-shirts for that. you are going to have to get some T-shirts on that, Big Chief. <laughs> Help
3: us end a hundred years, a century of racist planning. This is all part of a scheme that was hatched a century ago. We've got to put it
6: to an end. Amen. And the last thing I want to say is our our predecessors would have never engaged in a conversation such as this because of their reverence for their city and their people. And so I want to thank All of you who are listening, we thank you for your support. And come on to New Orleans. We still have a lot to share, a lot to show, and a lot to celebrate. And as we continue to fight this battle, if you come in town and you want to lend a hand,
4: you can can look look us up. And I want to thank you.
1: Go
6: ahead. I'm
1: good. Can
2: Go I ahead. Oh, Absolutely. Go ahead.
4: My last thing is this. We are the children of the ones who did not die. We are the children of the people who could fly. We are the children of the ones who persevere. We are fearless. We are strong. And we are ready to carry on. We are going fight this fight. We are going down to the wire. Do your people in New York say it's going down? Some? They say it's going down. So we say it's going it's down. Going down.
2: It's <laughs> going down.
4: down, baby.
2: It's going so down. I'm power. ready for y'all. I'm ready. I'm ready. We do.
4: Yes, power. Right. We got power.
2: the power. We got Black power. power. We got Black the power. Power, right.
1: <laughs> power to people. Wow, well, we have the power. That's
4: right. Thank y'all so much. We really appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. Oh, uh, please keep us keep us abreast. Uh, we, we you know you tapped into us. Let us know. Um, you know, how this goes, next steps, as the big chief was saying. Uh, and we'll do what we can to assist you and get the word out to our listeners. And um, uh, we we know it's already done. We know this will cease. Yeah. And the, the big plan that the people want will move forward, not what elected officials want. So uh, with that said, we appreciate – your time and your your energy to do what's right for everyone. Um, and uh we look forward to uh getting uh some additional information from you in the near future on uh what's happening in New Orleans and you know hopefully on a on a on a different note of Mardi Gras and some other historical uh things that go on annually down in New Orleans. So right. I want to thank you all for uh, joining the show, and um, please keep us informed of um, the events and where we go. F- where we go next?
2: We will. Okay,
0: peace Thank you for you having. Us. Thank, you, thank you for spreading the
2: word. Oh, yeah, really thank indeed.
1: you. Well, Brad another great show. Please do what you can to support. This coalition, which is again Save Our Soul Coalition and New Orleans, whether you can give a monetary donation, whether you could go to change.org to sign a petition, which I'm actually doing as we speak. Please go and let your voice be heard wherever you live, uh, whether it be here in the United States or wherever you're overseas. Anywhere in this world uh, Help make a difference Um, That's what it's about Power of the people Again The march Will be Thursday June 17th At 5pm Central time in New Orleans And It's Going to be starting at Congo Square (laughs) Exiting out at Armstrong Park And uh, go from there So please if you have any questions Reach out to us um, We're on all social media Or reach out to The Save Our Soul Coalition Down in New Orleans yes, I'll tell you Brad There's always something going on But I, we're glad that we're here to assist Any way we can you're on the LC yeah. Jack Radio Show with the Bread Man.
2: Yeah, I'm glad uh, we we got this uh, information because I'm right here in Atlanta. I think I'm gonna have to take a little hop over there. You know, right there, man. You know. There you go. So uh, I look, you I'll be go. looking forward to uh, meeting the coalition panel. You guys look for the Bread Man. All right, <laughs> I shall be there and um, just make something happen because we're all one together, and that's that's something I look forward to doing.
1: Yes, yes it's It's been a great show uh, Very uh, I tell you Just a lot of information You
2: know and For those That live well. in
1: New Orleans Yeah That live in New Orleans Understand The importance of it But I think now Our listeners get a good Insight of What the challenges are That they're having down there But it's always the will The power of the people That That yeah. remains So That's why it's important for people to get behind Those who are fighting Against injustices That are happening across the country Always the power of the people That come out on top
2: Always You shall prevail That's for sure Absolutely Yes
1: So Brad I know you're down in ATL What's happening down there I know it's blazing hot Mm -hmm. down there right
2: yeah, well, I don't know if you got the word, but I was down here since Mother's Day weekend, and I, as soon as I started brainstorming with my man, Matlock, we just thought we would get together and throw a pre-Father's Day barbecue cookout fundraiser, and we did that this past Sunday at the Hunter Memorial Park. It was awesome. We had Jace of So For Real, the lead singer, and he performed. I had my man, DJ Q, Uh, DJing. uh Also... Mm-hmm. My man, Madlock, we made like 40 dishes, man. We had baked ziti. We had curry chicken, curry goat. We had salmon nuggets. I made some Hawaiian spaghetti. I mean, the list just goes on. I'm going to have to send you the flyer, you know, all, although it passed already. But we had started up a three-in-one catering company. You know, it's a pop-up, you know, company that we just pop up wherever we're at. You know what I'm saying? So after I leave New Orleans, I'm going to go to Charlotte and do a fish fry. At my boy's barbershop, shop, so you know me, I'm always doing the same thing, supporting black businesses and making stuff happen. So I definitely uh, enjoyed this interview today. And right now, I'm just sitting at my man's uh, little kitchen. It's called the Kitchen over here in Douglasville, uh, Georgia. And um, my man's doing it all, man. He's, he's making up the burgers, he's making the fry. He got a breakfast, lunch, and menu. Uh, what was it, Breakfast, lunch, and dinner menu. Just awesome, man. He's over here at 8252 Dallas Highway in Douglasville, Georgia. And uh, you want to come through here in the Douglasville area, check him out. My man pops is in the kitchen doing his thing, man. So, you know me, LC. I'm always on the road, networking, supporting black businesses and organizations of that nature. And, and I'm so proud of, you know, still running with my man, LC. He's 11 years strong on the LC and Jack radio show and... I'm looking forward to doing big and better things And definitely I'm going to check out The uh, coalition Out there in New Orleans this Thursday And uh, help our brothers and sisters On the great cause That they expose us to
1: That's great uh, Brad It's great to uh, hear you, you No, know, uh, you, you sound great um,
2: Yeah feeling great man you know, Feeling it, great man
1: Great great you know, You're doing my prayers And you know I tell you this pandemic has been tragic in the sense that we've lost so many of our brothers, sisters, fathers, cousins, uncles, aunts.
2: Well, I yep, mean, you name
1: plain. it. You know. Yeah. Uh, feel you know yourself uh, being you know fortunate that the man upstairs yeah.
2: has
1: decided yeah. to, you know Look. to keep you here yeah, um, because. We just lost so many of our brothers and sisters So keep the faith This is not over So please keep using your mask And we'll get through this But right now You know it's it's not over I think a lot of people think everything is back to normal It's not You still have to be very careful Even if you are vaccinated And if you're not vaccinated That's fine That's a personal choice Be careful And, you know, we want to thank uh, those We've had shows regarding the, you know, pandemic And uh, so we'll continue to bring enlightenment to you From the medical department And from all assets, you know, of whatever's happening in the world So, again, support our brothers and sisters down in New Orleans Save Our Souls Coalition it's going to be, again, go to change.org Right on the Save the Municipal Auditorium in Congo Square in New Orleans. It's right online. The march, or the you know, will take place this Thursday, June seventeenth, twenty twenty one, at five p.m. So please do what you can to support the cause. Um, as we said, the power of the people. Whenever we see injustice. Injustice, the power of the people will always win. So, with that said, Brad, stay safe, stay sound. God bless.
2: Peace.